They felt like a bag of sand. This is episode number 65, and today is Wednesday, right? So for those keeping track at home, if you listened to yesterday's podcast today, you would have said the date is wrong, or the date's correct, and the day is wrong. I thought yesterday was Wednesday. I don't know why. I was sitting here planning you know, the podcast, what we're going to talk about. I knew it was a Tuesday, and then I got sidetracked with something, and I came back, and I was like, oh, would you questions? Let me get that fired up. I don't know why I didn't double check it. I don't know why I assumed it was Tuesday, but something happened yesterday where I legit thought it was Tuesday until my alarm went off this morning at 7, because I have to be at work at 9. My alarm went off at 7, and I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to be late. And then I was like, wait a minute, it's Wednesday. I thought yesterday was Wednesday. What day is it? And then it just kind of threw me for a loop. But I should have known it was Wednesday. I should have known it was Tuesday because I talked about going to meetings on Tuesdays and how the Tuesday meeting is significantly longer than the Monday meeting and how it could all be an email. So I don't know what's going on. I've been a little preoccupied with work. So I want to forgive the audience, you guys and girls, if the energy has been a little down in here lately. Work has been a little, wouldn't say stressful, but there's a lot going on at work. I'm not going to get into details because a lot of it does, a lot of it isn't my personal stuff. It's stuff I need to deal with as a supervisor. And a lot of it has to do with people's personal issues that I have to help them get through. And then another, more of it, some of it has to do with people just acting like morons and thinking for some reason that they're not in the Air Force sometimes, and they have to, I have to be like the stern guy, which I hate being. I'm a very laid back person at work. I take pride in my hands-off policy, the laissez-faire approach to things. Um, I try to tell them that I trust them to do the job. If they can't do it, I also trust them to come to me for the answer. And then we can work on finding the answer out because I'm not very knowledgeable technical-wise. Like I'm good, I can do my job, but I don't have like a specific duty every day. My job is to make sure they can do their job, right? It's managing people. So it's not like I'm doing the same thing over and over again. I've never been like the expert on one thing. So I don't know the all the answers, but I encourage them if they don't know the answer to ask the person next to them or come to me and then we can find the answer from there. But I have a very hands-off approach. Like, here's what needs to be done. Go do it type of thing. And I reward them when they work really hard, which they do normally, and they get all their work done and then we dick around. You know, we leave early or I can send one person home the other day. Hopefully no one's reading. I want to say, hopefully no one's listening from work. But then again, I don't really care because it's ready in the past. But one kid asked to leave work early to go to the beach. And I was like, that's a fucking crazy thing to ask for. I don't know if I said this on Monday, but I, I said to him, I was like, that's an insane thing to ask for. Just so you know, like imagine going to your boss and not even in the military. It could be your boss, civilian world. It could be anybody. It could be asking your mom to leave early for, from something that she made you go to to go to the beach. And I love the beach. Um, I would go to the beach every day if I could. But the beach here is about an hour away. <coughs> Excuse me. Gotta hit that cough button. So he comes up to me and he's a nice kid. He's really smart. Uh, he likes to play dumb. That's a good way to. He acts like he's ignorant in certain things, but then there's other things where he's the smartest person in the office. He's not loud about it, but he is really smart. But then when he tries to play dumb, I'm like, bro, you know better than that. You know, like you play this smart card all the time. And then when you want something, you play stupid. So I'm like, I'm going to let you go early because the ball's on you to ask with a straight face. Can I leave early to go to the beach? I respect that type of shit. 
because you could he could have easily lied and said I have an appointment or I need to bring my car to get fixed. He could have said anything to get out of work an hour early, or in this case, an hour and a half early. I could have said anything, but he didn't. He came straight to my desk, straight faced, didn't kiss ass. There was no like, hey, sir, I just want to say you're doing a really good job. Oh, and by the way, can I leave early? This was a stone cold. He's going to ask and I'm going to say yes or no. There was no fluff. There was no sheepishness, sheepishness, sheepishness. He was confident. He came up. Hey, sir, I have a question for you. Do you mind if I leave early to go to the beach with my wife? I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, you know what? Go ahead. <laughs> you know, you, you, you fucking came up confidently. You didn't care if I said yes or no. You didn't lie about it. That's the kind of shit I like. I want them to come to me with that kind of stuff. And I want them to be able to handle when I tell them no. But there's stuff like that that goes around in the office. And then there's times where I have to like be a dick. And I said last week that I had to write a kid up for his first time. I'd give him paperwork. First time I ever had to do it. And not that the vibe is off. But after I gave him the paperwork, he put in leave for an entire week. I don't think he was that mad at me, but I don't know. This kid doesn't handle shit well. And then another kid, he gets away with, and I call them kids. They're like 20, these are the older ones in the office. They're like 28 to 30, 32 actually. He just thinks he can get away with anything, right? He's like the golden child. So like he tells, the way he talks to me is that he's telling me what he's going to do. And it's like... I understand there's times when that's appropriate, like, hey, I'm going to go fix this, or hey, I'm going to go take an early lunch. All well and good. But then there's times where he's like, I'm taking tomorrow off. And I'm like, you have an appointment? Like, you're going to put leave in? Nah, I'm just going to use a comp day. Like, comp day from what? My PT test. Like, that was like three months ago. Yeah, I never used it. And I'm like, did he use it? Did he not use it? But like, you know what I mean? I shouldn't have to keep track of comp days. I like I, I believe we're we're I'm past that with these people. You know what I mean? Like, are you trying to pull one over on me? And it wasn't that he was trying to finesse me. It was he was trying to finesse me, my supervisor, and his supervisor. And he actually ended up work. It ended up working in his favor because I'm I'm like, all right, you do have a comp day. However, now I have to keep track of comp days. So go ahead and take it. And then when he did take it, my supervisor was like, he took a comp day the other day. And then his supervisor was like, he took, I gave them a comp day after their trip. So this guy got like three free days off, but it wasn't like he did it with like, I'm going to lie to everybody in a row. Like he carefully planned how he was going to do it and he ended up doing it. So if it were me that did that, I'd like pat myself on the back. I'm like, like, great job. I swindled everybody. I had three free days off. But like, he's one of the more, he's obviously one of the more adult figures in the office. He's really good at his job. He, um, he's got a family. He's got kids. You know, he's not like a, he's not like a, he's not a, a dumb person either. But it's like things like that where I'm like, now I have to be a dick. Like now I have to be the one to like keep track of comp days and keep track of where you are, like update the calendar. Now you're going to have to ask to do things, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like you took advantage of it and now I have to kind of crack down and I don't want to have to do that. It's just not my day to day thing. So there's that. And it's like just little things here and there. And it turns out the kid that I thought was the most swindle-like or the one that I thought was always trying to get one over is actually the, I wouldn't say the hardest worker because he's definitely not the hardest, but he gets all his work done and then he asks to do things that are just crazy. Like, can I get, can I leave early to get a haircut? Uh, I'm taking leave after a holiday, stuff like that. Or like, I'm not going to that meeting. It was a good example of that today. We had, we, me and him had to go to this fucking meeting because we're going to be like these inspectors and stuff. It's a whole thing. Not going to dig into the weeds on that one. But we had to go to this meeting. It was at one o'clock and our lunch ends at one. So obviously we're going to have to end lunch a little early at 1245. 
you think that would be a, not a big deal. But he had other work he had to do. So he's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to miss my lunch. And it was like, all right, whatever. I'm like, sorry, I'll make it up to you. So then like an hour or two goes by. It's like 11. He's like, oh, I called and I rescheduled that meeting. I'm going to do it later. And I'm like, for what? He's like, I just didn't want to go today. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. I was like, here's what you can't, here's what we're going to do. Like, we're going to go to this meeting and then depending how long it is, you can leave and get lunch afterwards or leave now and get lunch, eat it quick or don't get lunch altogether. And I'll probably let you leave early. And he was like processing it in his head. And he's like, all right, I'll get lunch afterwards. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to be a dick. I'm not going to be like, no, you're fucked. You can't have lunch. I, like, I'll, I'll give him his time back. But his first thought was, I'm just going to get out of this meeting. And it's like, yo, you can't just do that. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just get out of meetings because you don't want to go to them. I don't want to go to any of the meetings I go to, but I have to. It's part of the job. So, like, there's shit like that you have to keep an eye on. Like, you always have to, like, I don't want to have to investigate what they really mean. That's why I applauded the kid that asked to go to the beach. Because I'm like, he asked straight up. He wasn't bullshitting me. There was no, can I leave early just to go home and, you know, please? And then I find out he went to the beach early. He was honest with me. I don't want to have to be the guy that's like, what's the story behind what you're asking me? Or like, what's the real story? Like, just tell me the truth. We'll deal with it. And I appreciate the truth more than I want to deal with the consequences of you lying. And then there's another... So you got all that going on. And then there's one other person that has like a shitload of fine, um, not financial, personal stuff going on, like her apartment. She's married, but her husband's like a trucker or something. He's never around. He's always on the road and her apartment like flooded and it's like a shitty, like sketchy lease she signed, but her apartment flooded with like sewage, like backed up sewage from like the, the apartment above. And the building manager was like, well, we have to hire sheetrock people and we have to rip out your whole apartment, but good luck. You can live there or do whatever you want. Like there's no provisions to protect her, I guess. Or she doesn't know about it. So we have to send her to legal, all this stuff. And I'm like sitting there. I'm like, yo, I haven't done anything work related, like technical related, like IT related, you know? And I'm like, this is fucking crazy because the last two weeks, all I've been dealing with is like their personal shit, which is like my job. But it sounds good. When everything's going smooth, it sounds awesome. When everything's just going swimmingly, you don't have to worry about people fucking swindling you or you don't got to worry about people getting sick or calling in sick or taking comp days or, you know, when everything's running smoothly, it's great. But when like one thing goes wrong, you handle it. And then another thing, another thing is going wrong, you're handling it. And at the same time, you're hoping nothing else goes wrong. And then that thing goes wrong. And then you actually have to do something work related, like job related on top of that. So then you have like six things on your plate and you're juggling shit and you're like, damn, this is actually pretty stressful. And it's not like the most stressful shit, but it's very stressful to just deal with. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're dealing with shit you don't want to be dealing with. So that's what I've been dealing with in a nutshell. And that's why I digress all the way back. I think like eight minutes at this point, why some of these some of these episodes I feel like have been lacking energy or not being posted to like Instagram or being posted late, all this stuff. So just a lot of stuff going on and I don't want you to think I'm giving up or I'm, you know, taking it easy, putting my taking my foot off the gas because we're still moving forward either way. I did fuck up the day, so today's not a would you, would you rather. I guess today would be a military Monday, but I guess it would be more of like a personal, I'm just going to bitch into the mic for 15 minutes while you guys listen to me cough and shit. <clears throat> 
speaking of coughing, but we're going to keep the train rolling and keep it moving. We're going to wrap this episode up early, though, and we're going to let you out of here. I appreciate everyone that stayed aboard. Don't be afraid to like, share, subscribe, follow, double tap, whatever you got to do to interact with the, each post. I've been getting a lot of interactions on TikTok, especially when I talk about Maui. So I don't want to be the guy that takes advantage of a shitty situation, but the numbers don't lie. So um, again, do appreciate everybody giving you a little life update. That's why, I mean, I felt bad, you know? I, I put a lot of effort into this stuff and when it doesn't work out or if I sound like shit, I feel bad. So we're going to we're gonna right the ship. We're not going to fall into any bad habits and we're going to keep this keep this going for a little bit, ideally forever. But um, I'm going to hit you with the this date in history and then we're going to wrap it up because I've been talking. This, this is a 16-minute intro you guys got. And just to prove to you that it's August 23rd, Here's the fun fact for August 23rd. In 1904, the first automobile race took place at the Indiana State Fairgrounds in Indianapolis. It was a precursor to the famed Indianapolis 500, one of the oldest and most prestigious, 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 prestigious automobile races, which would be established established seven years later in 1911. The fairgrounds had a one-mile dirt track, and the races were held there were pivotal in promoting automobile racing in its early days. This track, however was quite different from the now famous two-and-a-half-mile oval of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. What's noteworthy is how the popularity of these initial races contributed to Indiana's, and specifically Indianapolis's, reputation as a hub for automotive testing and racing. It's fascinating to think that the roots of the iconic Indianapolis 500, which now draws hundreds of thousands of spectators and is watched by millions worldwide, can be traced back to this date and place. This early event is a testament to the enduring love affair between Americans and their cars, as well as the thrill of speed and competition. It showcased the potential of the automobile not just as a means of transportation, but as a symbol of innovation, excitement, and national pride. Indianapolis 500, bunch of NASCAR people out there. I've been on a NASCAR TikTok rabbit hole where this dude goes into NASCAR... There's a game called NASCAR Heat, and I'm pretty sure it's only on Xbox and Steam. I guess it's everywhere, but they don't really advertise it anymore. It's hard to find. And the people that play this game take it way too serious. Like, they're like professional. They want to be in NASCAR. Like, they're into NASCAR. They get it. So there's like rules of the road in this game. You can't just race like it's a fucking destruction derby. You follow what race, like the rules of racing, right? You can't bump. You can't just drive across the track, like shit like that. So this dude goes in there and he trolls him. He goes in there and he just bumps him out of the way. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean it. Or he just says it wasn't him. And people are like, it was you. And he's like, what are you talking about? It wasn't me. It was you. And it's a whole thing. So I've been on that TikTok for a while. It's funny. It's great. I'm going to try to get into that game, but I got school coming up, which is wild. Didn't really sneak up. I've been looking forward to it. I wish I, I tried taking a summer class, but the classes they were offering were not the classes I needed. They were like, there were three level classes and I'm like, I don't feel like taking a three level class over the summer. I was like, give me, give me a couple easy ones. But I realized I took all the easy classes already. You know, I only have hard classes left. So these two I'm taking coming up are the two easier class, the two of the easiest classes I have left. After this, it's like math. And then there's like three fucking, yeah, I have, after these two, I'll have four left for my degree. And one of them's math. And then the other three are like software engineering and some other bullshit. One of them's like a philosophy of computers class. So we'll see how these go. But got this shit coming up. So just adding more to the plate. Nothing I love more in this world is adding more shit onto it. I love eating. Metaphorically, my plate is always full. 
if you look at the shape of my body, it looks like my plate is full and then it gets empty. So we're going to leave you guys there. Hopefully everyone has a good Wednesday night. The Yankees are on the verge of losing 10 in a row. This will be the first time this has happened in like 110 years or something, 115 years. So that would be awesome if they just fucking lost 10 games in a row. Well, the judge just hit a grand slam. Now it's 6 nothing Yankees. So they're not going to lose 10 in a row, but I'll let you guys go. Stay safe out there.